You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Hey crew, this is Mark Hatmaker coming to you from the Comancheria. Hope you're staying warm or at least warmish out there in this wonderfulness we're all experiencing. And since we're kind of uh, in the coldish mood, let's talk about some uh, tactical and uh, physical training aspects that come to us from some of the, the North people. So we're going to be talking some Viking tactical PT uh, that you can do with or without your battle axe. You know, a lot of this has to do with some aquatic stuff, and you're thinking, well, where the hell am I going to do this? Well, if you get got a you know, heated pool, you can do this, or you're in a little bit less frozen and climb you can still take the the polar plunge if you want or if not uh put it on the bucket list for this uh, upcoming 2023 of things you're going to do as it gets a bit warmer here now uh, again referring regarding the vikings ready for an obvious statement the vikings were a seafaring warring people right an obvious statement number two they were mighty comfortable and proficient in and around water. What another obvious statement? Well, here's a third one for you. Vikings knew that nothing comes naturally to a man that to be proficient in anything, from sailing to swimming to mastering the flute to battle to the art of negotiation, the art of love and friendship, all required dedicated attention and practice. Now, the sagas are just filled with this. I mean, people who were good and able at something were admired, but also we'll hear the long tales about how they actually pursued to hone that craft. That really is the art of, of love, art of flattery, art of courting a woman, art of cooking and sailing and nothing just comes naturally to anyone you got to work at it so we got to keep that in mind for our our new year's resolutions let's, let's uh, put some viking stick to it and get out there let's go to another obvious statement this is the fourth one by my count is one might expect a rough and tumble people did not uh, brook tippy toe methods to uh, to mastery okay a proficiency to warrior cultures is often hard-earned via stark ways but such hard-earned knowledge and skill creates confident and able warriors again uh, the harsher your conditions sometimes it creates and forges a, a, better, a better organism. And, I'm, of course, I'm talking about us. Let us turn to a passage from one of the sagas to illustrate the hard ways. The following is from the Saga of the People of Laxardel. It's coming from Chapter 40. It tells of a swimming competition. It's really drowning once you hear it. Between, and I'm going to butcher these names, but here we go, Jartaf Olofsson and King Olaf Tregvaisen. All right, here we go. Quote, Gjartan then dived out into the river and swam over to the man who was such a strong swimmer pushed him underneath, and held him down for some time before letting him come up again. The other had not even been above water long before he grasped Jartan and forced him underwater and held him under so long that Jartan felt that enough was enough. Then they both emerged once more, but neither spoke to the other. On the third try, both of them went underwater and were under much longer. Jartan was far from certain what the outcome would be and realized that he had never before been in such a tight situation. Finally, both of them came up and swam to shore. Unquote. Now, why do I have this in there? Just let this stand in because the sagas have a rife or they filled with lots of little insights about uh, practices that were done. We're hearing this little friendly match, a swimming competition, a competition, drowning competition. Uh, you people in and around water have it. We actually find this in many other indigenous cultures who are associated with water, even you think as far away as like the Apache and south, the arid southwest away from water sources. There's this really uh, lack of respect if you can't swim. I know in the early, uh, the, the ancient Greeks thought if uh, if you were a man who could not swim 
or right, you were illiterate. It was those two things together. It's very much, they went hand in hand. Uh, I'll run down that passage another day so we can have that and make sure you're just not taking my word for it because we want all the research to be as accurate as possible. Again, the sagas of the Vikings and the tales of other warrior cultures are rife with such rough and tumble games. I mean, I put that games as scare quotes because, you know, now we wouldn't allow any such thing going on. And these uh, these activities were designed to make the individual warrior in the parlance of today's special warfare operatives drown-proof, or at least we're going to make them hardier, right? Now, there are many competitive games, battle tactics, wild-ass water fighting we could delve into here, but uh, we'll, we'll save all that for another day. Again, there's a lot of really interesting ones that come from uh, the eastern woodland tribes because lots of river access, so there's a lot going on there. And uh, also, really valuable, we'll look at some of the south web tribes because we're actually thinking, even where it's arid, you think, well, what's their interaction with water? It's far more than you think, probably far more than most of us do ourselves, and most of us are not living in a desert. But today we're going to dive into some solo drills that all of us can use to up our conditioning and make us more confident when engaging with this dominant element on the surface of the planet. First exercise, Viking sprints. And we'll start with a drill we find in culture after culture after culture. It also pops up as a training mode for some early 20th century boxers. It's for this reason we first introduced it in our book, uh, Boxing Like the Champs, Round 2. Of course, if you want your copy, go to our store, ExtremeSelfProduction.com. Take a gander and you'll pick up a copy. Uh, Make me happy. Now, this drill, when played right, this is an excellent leg and lung burner. I mean, it tests footwork with the demands of working against an element far more resistant than air. Here's how we do it. First, you're going to find yourself a stretch of shoreline uh, that is around mid-thigh length. If you've got a pool lane that you know, sustains that kind of depth, that works as well. But about mid-thigh, though, you're going to pick out a stretch of 100 yards straight away and run as fast as possible and you're going to find you have to really pick those knees up high to get any simulation of speed and if you're in a natural body of water the pliable nature of the soil sand mud and such beneath your feet adds even more resistance i mean it's really it's it is a lung burner i mean if you shoot for around five viking sprints with a minute rest in between that's really something now i'm fortunate i live in uh, uh, east tennessee and tennessee itself which is uh, from old tennessee uh and what's actually how it's pronounced, Tanasi, uh, a tribal word for uh, great river or, or many rivers. We've got over a thousand miles of non-repeating coastline here. With We've got so much water coverage. I mean, almost everywhere you go, you're near water. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, uh, I'm 12 minutes from, uh, 12, yeah, 12 minutes from my nearest water access. And whenever the wa- uh, water gets a little bit warm, I head out, whether it's kayak, uh, sup board, or, or take the sailboat out. And one of the places we like to go has... Uh, very small islands stuck in it. They're actually called in the Viking uh, culture. They're called Holms, H-O-L-M. And then you, uh, you, you head. I head out to these, and I'll do sprints in the, in the kayak. I'll boom, zip around that thing, and paddle as hard as fast as I can, and then pop out of it, and then uh, going out about uh, the uh, mid thigh length and do uh, my Viking sprint one around that way, and then boom, as soon as that's done, get my breath, and then take a big heart, uh, hail and hearty swim around it as hard as I can. Then after that, I'll you know relax and do a bit of the, the free diving, go a little deeper and uh, do some of the free diving stuff. Stuff, but uh, water is astonishing conditioner, mighty easy and good on the joints. We can't forget we're not the only ones finding this out. As we get older, water is kinder to us and uh, even younger. Remember Marco Hua, who was a wonderful sensation in the early days of Ultimate Fighting Championship, primarily did his conditioning of swimming. 
Let's uh, move on to uh, our next solo drill, which is Viking Sprints with a Battle Axe. Okay, now this one allows you to hold a weapon in your hand and gives you the feel of a berserker storming the shore. And that's, that's really cool. Uh, and now a warning. When you're doing the drill, carry the axe like a warrior as we detail on Battle Axe secrets. Do not use movie carries or civilian carries whatsoever. There's not ex- an experienced axe warrior or lumberjack on the planet who carries it in that ill-advised way. Carrying it in the non-prescribed manner and such an uncertain footing while drilling at speed may very well result in self-impalement. So don't say that I did not warn you. So I repeat, do not do the battle axe version of Viking Sprints if you have zero idea out of you, uh, how to carry or wield the axe uh, correctly like a warrior. And again, we detail that on uh, belabor so many details on battle axe secrets. Again, back in the store, ExtremeSelfProtection.com Take a look, gander at it, see uh, you know, it's over two plus hours of drills and nitty gritty uh, historically accurate, viciously verified. Hey, let's move on to another drill. It's called Deep Water Royals, R-O-I-L-S, not in as a royalty kings and queens. Deep Water Royals. For this next drill slash tactic, we're going to wade out from the shoreline to neck depth. All right. Now, obviously, you can use a pool for this one. What you're going to do is once you're at there, you're going to pick up your feet. So you're treading water for just a moment and then sprint as fast and furiously as you can in this resistant medium. Okay, it's just not swimming and treading water. You're actually trying to mimic the sprint. So it's going to be. Uh, during maybe the round, the 30 seconds you're doing this, you're going to feel like yourself might be bobbing up and down right here, but that's fine. You're just trying to get this, uh, you know, have the resistance, fight, 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 fight. Strive to raise your knees to hip height and then drive the foot down and slightly backwards as if you were running. Keep a 90-degree bend in your shoulders and strive to drive just as hard with the arms as you do with the legs, all right? Now, resist leaning forward. You're going to stay upright, shoulders over hips. Your feet will not touch the ground during the royals. We are mimicking the frenetic pace of a sprint, but making zero attempts to gain ground. So if at the end of this, if you've uh, you know, stayed in one spot, uh, no sweat. That's okay. Now, you're going to tighten the core while roiling to protect the back during this unusual stressor because it really was like, you know, juking and jiving you back and forth. Mighty, mighty good for grapplers or boxers, anyone, you know, combat uh, sports. Hell, that's uh, rotational stresses right there. You're going to shoot for around uh, five to eight of 30-second rounds of all-out effort with an approximate rest time of two minutes uh, between rounds. You don't have to be hard and fast on that, but really, if you say around half a minute, it's everything you got, man. And then, you know, relax relax and back it off. Now, you can also do these deep water royals with a battle axe. Here, the drill is the same, uh, ex- same before, but uh, we grab our uh, battle axe and our warrior carry, and I can't say enough, carry it right. Uh, you will want to alternate hands per round if the water resistance of the proper carry is significant, so this will kind of give your shoulders and biceps uh, some equal, uh, equal resistance as you switch back and forth between rounds. Uh, uh, switching hands also provide a really nice balanced delt and trap burn. It's, uh, it's rather shocking. Let's move on to another solo drill you can do called Deep Water Chopping. Now, this is a fun one where we, uh, we have our axe from the get-go. So grab that battle axe, walk to neck depth, shoulder that axe, and hit proper offset facing and proceed through the first four stages of proper lateral chopping as hard and fast as you can. You're going to shoot about, again, another five to eight 30-second rounds of all-out effort with an approximate rest time of two minutes between rounds. So when you're out through the axe, you're not starting out with it. axe is never above the water. You've got to get out deep enough where the, the head is already below, so everything you're doing with it is at that space. Now, the uh, that lateral deviation with the resistant medium, the water will really reveal the errors for us. I mean, th- that's the beauty of this drill. It's, it's a combat-specific burner. 
and it educates and corrects any pivot deflection errors you may have as that steel dorsal shark fin of a battle axe seeks to drive true. Any errors on your part will sing out with each and every swing. And again, if everything I'm saying is kind of like, you're going to, what are you talking about? Pivot, deflection, errors, the proper four. But again, Battle Axe Secrets, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. You're going to have a look at it there. But this thing sings and swings through the water. It's a very much, if you've ever driven with your, your car window down, you stick your little shark fin hand out there and you kind of pivot it back and forth. You can feel if you cut it just right, your hand stays in one spot. You, you, if you tilt your hand a little bit, it becomes an airfoil and kind of moves back and forth with you a little bit there this allows you to pull out those deflection errors with your battle axe because anything like that is going to be singing you off with this inertial weapon so the deep water chopping is a hell of a drill to, to work that Anyway, we'll stop there. But suffice to say, uh, material and warriors tactically interfacing with water from Vikings to Algonquins to the Mokan to seals. I mean, this is really as deep as the ocean. I know it's a metaphor, but it's kind of true. Let us close with a Viking benediction. This is spoken by Glum in Killer Glum Sagas. This one comes from uh, chapter 14. Quote, now just for fun, we'll each name what we place our trust in. I'll choose first. And there are three things I place reliance on. One is my purse. The second is my axe. The third is my storehouse. Unquote. Now, I may not be able to help with your purse or necessarily your storehouse, but I think a lot of these things will go a long way to improving your axe technique and your conditioning. And again, I got to say, if you want the uh, nitty gritty battle axe work or a tomahawk reality, you have plain trade knife old school rough and tumble empty hand with no euro filigree i'm talking uh, real throwing hands real elbows knees bites and gouges and groundwork that is mean and vicious from the very beginning well i, I would say please uh, have a look over there at our store extremeselfprotection.com if you'd like to get onto the monthly black box uh program which is just you know like what it is it's just you get a training syllabi uh, uh a video version of uh, all the drills are going to be working at that particular time that covers empty hand and uh, uh, weapons it's all, it's all up and down the line and again I'm going to keep using that phrase again historically accurate and viciously verified I'd appreciate it and of course if you like share subscribe the podcast the blog and all that noise that stuff really really does help so take care of yourself crew all the best to you today and in the new year Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics.